This is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, welcome to drboycetv.com, the home for intelligent black people. Now, uh, now a lot of y'all have um, have seen a lot of conversation in our community the last decade about building schools and how much it should cost and black leadership and things like that. Well, let me just tell you, I have a brother today that I have the honor of speaking with who uh, represents uh, really the epitome and the essence of, of, of everything great that we can be as black men. Uh, everything great that we could be as human beings. And his name is King Randall. And King Randall is the founder of of the the X program. Is that what yes. you call it? The X for Boys program. Yes, sir. X for Boys program. The X for Boys program. And he's also the founder of the Life Preparatory School for Boys, which is going to open up uh, open up this spring. Uh, so I'd like to ask my brother, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good, Dr. Boys. How you doing? Doing very well. Very well, man. Uh, I'm so glad to have you. It's, it, you know, it's always a pleasure when we get a chance to talk. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. So, uh, okay. So, so let's, I, I don't even know where to begin because I'm going to tell you, I, I, I am, I am pumped to talk to this brother. I, I feel like he's, uh, he's representing to the fullest in every single way and just doing a great job. And, uh, I'll just start with what was on my brain today. Uh, I saw you went to Yale university yeah. to speak that, what was that all about? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they saw some of the things that I've been doing, you know, with the boys online. I went there yesterday and Saturday. Saturday, I went to speak uh, to a group there at Yale, um, the Seventh-day Adventist students. Um, they brought me in because they wanted me to talk about, you know, what I've been doing with the school, um, as well as we did a campus tour with two of my students that I brought uh, from Albany. And that was their first flight and their first time ever being, you know, in New York. So that was a beautiful experience for them. We flew into the city and we took the train to New Haven, Connecticut. And then yesterday I did an oil change workshop. I taught some of the students there at Yale how to change oil because most of them are known for their brains. They don't know how to work with their hands. Uh, so it was an interesting experience for that. And uh, they had a blast. And I donated some tools uh, to one of the students there because um, I was telling them as a man, you know, you need to have tools. Like you just never know when you need them. So I went and bought some brand new tools for them. And um, I showed them how to use them all. And, you know, I, I gifted them to them. So that was a beautiful experience to be able to go to Yale. Probably one of the most beautiful campuses I've ever seen in my life. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So when they invited you to come up to Yale. What did they say that they wanted you to do in particular? Did they just say come up and do whatever you want to do, or did they say we need somebody to show our students how to change oil? Like what? Tell me about that. I'm real curious about that. Yeah, well, um, they reached out to me at uh, the Seven Day Adventures Club because they have like so many different clubs or whatever. And they saw what I was doing online. I think one of them reached out to me on LinkedIn, and they were just like, "We want you to come share your story," you know, um, at Yale, and then you know, come and do a workshop. Um, so that's what I did. They wanted me to come teach some students how to change oil. And I came and shared my story on Saturday. And I also told them they had to include a tour of the school since I was bringing my students. So uh, that's what we did. I mean, it was a beautiful experience. Yes, sir. Man, that that that's yeah, that was really cool, man. When I saw you there, you know, it uh it just it just it just it seemed right to me, you know. Um, because I, I want everybody to really understand, you know, the the work you're doing is so important and it's it's unique and it's uh powerful. And uh, and and uh, first of all, let, let's start here. Uh, how old are you now? I'm 22 now. Yes, sir. So uh, everybody, can y'all give like a digital round of applause for the fact that this okay. brother is 22 and really taking the mantle of leadership? I, I hope y'all will recognize that. You know, uh, some of y'all in here, I know, ain't been 22 since 1922 <laughs> so so they so y'all gotta respect that but y'all gotta respect that because you know when i was 22 um and i had the dreams and stuff of what i was trying to do i i talked to a guy that was like in his 40s mm -hmm. and he said something that i never forgot he said he said you have to be as old as i am to understand how young you are 
man, yep. <laughs> you know, and that meant a lot to me. You know, that that stayed with me because I didn't get it. You know, at, at 22, you feel old because you're like, well, I used to be 21, and then before that, I was 20. Now I'm 22, yeah. and like you I'm know, and now, <laughs> you know, yeah, the 40 year olds seem like like senior citizens. You know, at least to me, they did. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I gotta hurry up. I gotta do this. Gotta do that. And he was like, man, just chill out. Like you're gonna mm-hmm. be all right. You know, because the other thing too was when I was 22, I hadn't figured it out. You know, I, I knew right. I wanted to try to do some big things, but I was like confused, man. Someone's coming at you. So many things you're trying to do. So many things you can't. Fix. So let me. Um, so so by the way, just so so just I, I want to lay that out there so that I don't even want you even to pretend like you have it all figured out because. Uh, because number one, I, if you did act like you had it all figured out, mm-hmm. I would know that you were lying. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody does. But then two, but since I know that you're not a uh, a liar or an arrogant person, um, you know, you don't even want to believe you have it all figured out at 22. Right? Oh, not, oh, I tell right. everybody, you know, I'm not an adult, you know, until age 25. Uh, that's scientifically mm. speaking in the first place. And then I also have a circle of elders that I, you know, consult with, including my grandfather, my uncles, um, you know, people that helped raise me, my former and current stepfather. You know, so I always consult them with all life decisions. I still get disciplined and things like that. So a lot of people see all the grand things, but I do have people helping me, you know, make the decisions that I make because I can't I don't know everything. And every day I live, I realize I don't know nothing. You know, so I just have to keep asking people, keep asking for guidance. And that's all the way until I turn 40 and 50. I still want somebody that I'm consulting with, some, somebody that I'm asking questions to, somebody to help me, you know, guide me along the way. So. Yeah, and, and I think that's so important. I, I, you know, like anytime anybody acts like they know everything, that right there is a sign that, that you haven't really fully evolved, mm-hmm. you know, because the more you learn, the more you realize how little you know. And leaning on that advice from other people, I mean, I, I was on the phone with Dr. Claude Anderson yesterday, you know, and he was giving me insights into certain things. And it's just, mm-hmm. um, and I like that. That's one thing I like about talking to you is um, you, you, uh, you you know who you are, and I, I think that's awesome. But at the same time, you 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 seem to really process information in a in a way that I can really respect. So let me ask you this, man: When, when you and I first met, you mm-hmm. got a real hard time uh, from Roland Martin. I remember that, and I, I didn't like that because I mean, you know, if you're 45, 50 years old, you ain't supposed to be fighting with no 21, 22 year old. You know what I mean? Uh, and it seemed like it was all about the Democrat Republican stuff. How's that been going in terms of? Uh, you know, how do you identify politically? How's that been playing out for you? What's that been looking like for you? Yeah, I tell everybody to practice uh, dual domination, meaning you're going to practice utilizing both sides of the aisle to get what you need. So whoever's in office, we're going to utilize them to get exactly what we need for our community. So most people have seen me and, and understand that I will go to any anywhere. I go to CPAC. I'll go talk to Candace Owens. I'll go talk to Dr. Umar. I go talk to whoever it is, you know, uh, wherever they are, politicians on both sides. I don't care. I'm going to talk to them anyways because I want to. I want to figure out what can I do or what can you guys help me with, you know, to bring back to my community. And you know, since I've been able to build a bridge between both sides, you know, and communicate with people on both sides who love the work, you know, I've been able to get a lot of resources, you know, just from everywhere, uh, government. 
um, you know, people, people in government, excuse me, and people uh, just outside of in different perspectives, different religions, etc. I go talk to everybody. Uh, I think you should have a universal tongue. And, you know, my work is not political. You know, I just work with kids. I tell people that all the time, you know, and people can't not love it, um, especially with teaching them, you know, how to do uh, different things. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been a beautiful time, you know, developing friendships from all walks of life and across the world. Um, it's just been a beautiful thing, you know, not putting myself in a box, not putting myself and saying, I can't go talk to this person, can't go talk to that person. We're going to go talk to everybody. We're going to invite everybody to everything. We're going to allow everybody to help. And as long as we see that they don't have any ulterior motives or anything like that, we're going to allow people to assist. Um, and that's what I believe in, allowing people to put their money where their mouth is. You say you bought the community. OK, well, this is what I'm going to offer for you to do. You know, and that's what I and that's what I do. If you're in office. OK, well, we got this program that we're you know, we have. And uh, what can you do to help us? You know, I don't care who's in office, white, black, Republican or Democrat. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to ask. Um, so that's just something I, I believe in talking to everybody. I remember uh, Fred Hampton was killed at 21 because he was doing some of the same type of stuff. Going to talk to everybody, didn't care who it was. And he was unifying everybody. That was the issue. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I believe in. Um, I don't have a p particular political affiliation. Um, I just simply going to talk to whoever going to help. Uh, that's what I believe in. So. All right. Well, everybody who just came in, I'm speaking with King Randall. He is the founder of uh, the I want to say it right. The X say, say it for me. So I don't say it wrong. Good. The X for boys program <laughs> for boys program. OK, I'm going to write that down so I don't mess it up because I've always said the X school for boys. Yeah, so, uh -huh. <laughs> so that now that's not the actual school, everybody. The school is called the Life Preparatory School for Boys, mm -hmm. uh, and I'd like to learn about that. So tell me, uh, tell me about the Life Preparatory School for Boys. What's the purpose? Sure, absolutely. Well, I'll start with the Exo Boys program so people can differentiate. So the Exo Boys program was started in 2019 when I was 19 years old. Um, I took uh, 20 young men to the city of Atlanta, Georgia, on a field trip. Uh, there to, to the to the Center for African American uh, History and the Center for Civil and Human Rights. I took them there, um, and the reason I started this organization was because uh, many of the young men in Albany don't have any rehabilitation programs for juvenile offenders. Um, there are no programs here except for online therapy that they only do for three months. Uh, for one day a week. And I think that's not going to help with recidivism. I believe they needed more consistency. Um, and that's what I started doing. I started it out of my house. I started teaching them how to work on cars, uh, taught them how to change oil and brakes, taught them how to change ceiling fans and toilets, paint houses, welding, firearms training, how to grow your own food. This is what we did uh, for our first and second year. Then I started housing some of the children at my house. I started uh, boarding some of them um, and discovering that a lot of them couldn't read and write was, was where I got the idea to start the school. Um, um, so in two years time, you know, we've been raising money. Um, we we had first went viral and then we started uh, raising money online. Um, and then, you know, we got to buy a resource center, which is where I'm sitting now in my office. And um, we have 40 acres of land uh, that we purchased back in May of 2021. That's where we'll teach the boys how to fend, you know, for themselves, grow their own food, uh, live off the land. And then also we purchased our school, our 41,000 square foot school, uh, basketball gym, 25 classrooms, cafeteria. Etc. We purchased that back in November. And right now we're in the process of renovations. You can go on my social media pages and see everything that we've been doing as far as renovations. All of our bank statements are online. Everything you need to see from us uh, financially, whatever. Everything's there. Complete transparency from us so everybody can see everything uh, as far as what we're working on, our Amazon wish list, whatever. Uh, that's kind of where we've gone to uh, since November. And we'll be opening September uh, 2022, September 12th. And we'll have a grand opening banquet that Dr. Boyce must be at on September 10th. Uh, okay. He'll be coming to tour the school this weekend. Uh, so I'm sure he'll post some pictures and things like that. But uh, 
definitely uh, that's what we have going on. But the idea for the school is to create men, uh, to create protectors and providers for our community. I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with the basic curriculum. It's, it's, it's all something wrong with how it's being taught. If you go to our local school systems or anywhere, uh, kids are just doing anything they want because there are no rules and there is no discipline. Not to mention, I believe that boys and girls need to be taught separately, especially in this day and age. Um, so a lot of the young men that I'm teaching, you know, uh, they, they come through the schools and they tell me about different experiences they're having. And the school is not also just for the boys. It's for teachers as well. We have to create a better environment for our teachers. Many teachers are pushing kids through. Many teachers are kind of just there and giving out worksheets, etc., because they're being cursed out all day. They're being physically abused, stuff being thrown at them, etc., and administration does nothing about it. But if a student says a teacher does something, then the teacher's all over the news. But mm -hmm. but they don't talk about how that teacher had been being harassed and assaulted, et cetera, you know, for years at a time. And administration does nothing about it. Um, so teachers don't even like teaching anymore because people misuse and abuse them. So I want to create a better environment for teachers. I want to create a better environment for students. Um, they'll ha It'll be a boarding school also. They have a strict schedule. I believe that habits develop character. Um, mm -hmm. So and, and that's how what we're going to do. We're going to develop habits from them. They're going to wake up at a certain time of the day, work out, eat at a certain time of the day go have their classes at a certain time of the day have free time reading etc field trips whatever all this is going to be scheduled out um because every person i know that you know makes a lot of money has some type of routine and schedule so i want to help them develop those habits of like giving the proper greeting of the day walking a certain way sitting up while you're eating your food you know pulling your pants up just all these different habits i want to create uh for them and including having discipline um and structure um, many kids love structure and discipline i'm not i don't play the radio with any of my boys and all of them, you never see them asking to go home, you know, even though they get disciplined during the day, they never ask to go home. They ne they always wanted to stay with me. They always wanted to stay around, no matter if they have to get disciplined every day or have to go do high knees and push ups or whatever like that. Um, they, they love it. Um, they, they adore me and I appreciate them, you know, and I just I love on them from till they from when they come in the program to when I may never see them again for some of them. Um, and some of them, they've been in the program for the entire three years, you know, and I tell people it's not a, a, a overnight program. Some of these kids, it took them 16, 17 years to get the way they are. So don't expect me to change them in a month or two. You know, it's going to take a year or two for some of them, which it has. You know, so some of them change quickly. Some of them take a while, you know, but that's kind of like the, the main premise and idea of, uh, you know, what the life preparatory school will be all about. Uh, we just want to create, you know, better men and uh, protectors and providers for our community. And we want to recreate that masculine male, um, that true masculinity, not the toxic stuff, none of that stuff. What your granddaddy was taught, you know, um, what I learned growing up, you know, being able to change the ceiling fan and fend for yourself and, and pay bills and take care of your wife and children. Um, that's yeah. what I believe in. Um, so it's just I'm, I'm a big traditionalist. That's how I was raised. I raised the country boy. So I'm pretty sure most people can get an idea of how I am. Um, but that's what I believe in. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's an idea for the Life Preparatory School for Boys and what we'll be doing uh, coming September 2022. Well, I love it. I love it. <clears throat> well, you know what? I, yeah, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a bias. And I, I believe that, that you know, <clears throat> there's something about a, a, us more Southern men where we, we have um, certain value systems that I think are more built around family and yep. the things you talk about. Like, we get that. You know, my daddy grew up on a farm and his daddy grew up on a farm and yeah, there's, there's just a way of thinking that comes with that. Right, very different from some of the stuff that you see out here. Some of the stuff you see out here is la like laughter. It's like mm -hmm. you, you're not a king of anything. You're just a clown. You know, right. king, the clown can't be the king. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, I love that. But so, by the way, everybody, uh, if you could please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe if you haven't done it yet. Uh, this drboystv.com, the home for intelligent black people. I'm speaking with King Randall the founder of the X for Boys program and also the Life Preparatory School for Boys. Uh, now, let me 
ask you this. I know I already know how the people uh, in, in our clique are thinking. They want to support. They want to be a part of this. They want to help out. Uh, is there like a website or a portal people can go to to make donations or anything like that? Absolutely. You can go to the eggsforboys.org. Uh, right now, we're directly raising funds for our renovations on our school. Um, so if you go to our website, um, the eggsforboys.org, and go to the donate page, what can happen is also for people who want to see tangibles, because I believe in that, we have a full video of a full online tour of our school. I'm walking through the entire building with you guys and showing you everything that's there from the gyms to the classrooms to everything that's wrong with the building, etc. I'm there walking you through it so you can see what's being done. On our uh, Go Get Funding page, you can go there, see the video and everything we have listed out that we need uh, for the um, for our building. So um, if you type, go click that more tab up there, Dr. Boyce. Um, okay. Yep, and go click the donate page. Yep. And there's our Amazon wish list. Um, and then also you can click that renovation button. It'll take you straight to our go get funding campaign and it'll have everything listed that we need there for the building, uh, for people who may want to donate services, uh, what have you. Um, and of course, if you go to my social media pages, you can go see everything that we've been doing as far as pressure washing, pulling old toilets out, pulling up flooring, whatever. We made sure to have all that on video for everybody to be able to see because we want everybody to feel a part of the process of the school opening. So it's been a beautiful uh, project that we've been working on and, um, you know, the boys are excited about it. They've had a chance to work on their own school. So they'll have some type of pride in it. Um, they'll be painting their own school, putting out flooring in their own school. So it's just something, you know, that's that's going to create some type of pride in them. So that's that's what we've been doing right now. But um, it's just been a beautiful experience. Oh, this is awesome, man. This is so cool. And I want everybody to know as soon as this is done, I'm going to go in here and make a donation for sure. And uh, OK, it looks like they raised fifty five thousand. So. Well, if you look at the, the total amount under there, that's the total that's been raised on that platform. But, I, but of course, I told you I'm super transparent. That's how much we've raised. If you look right there under the 55, um, it says one hundred and thirty two thousand dollars. That's how much we've raised altogether. So we raised about seventy six thousand offline from people sending checks or whatever like that. And the one hundred and thirty two thousand is the full amount that we've raised uh, within, I think, I think the last month or two. Uh, I think it's the last month, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yes, that's what we've raised right now. And um, people, you know, still donating. Um, and we're util utilizing all of it right now, trying to get these floors done, put in carpet, get furniture, things like that. So our goal is three hundred and fifty thousand. We're looking pretty good since we've raised so much so far, you know, and so fast. Um, people have just been, you know, a huge blessing for us. And none of it's been government funded. No grants. It's just simple posting the work, showing people what we're doing, allowing people to come tour the school, allowing people to come see it. You know, people like to see what's going on. Um, so as long as we keep everything transparent and let everybody see what's going on, definitely, you know, people will want to keep giving. So where where so the school's gonna be in Albany, Georgia? Is that yes. accurate? Okay. And um, and so what what have you uh what feedback have you gotten in terms of uh, people asking questions? Because, you know, when, when you talk about big projects, you know, and I, I, what I like about what you're doing, and I just think it's really remarkable, is I love your level of transparency with it um, mm -hmm. and accountability in terms of saying this is where, where your money's going. Um, and I hope everybody will, will acknowledge that and acknowledge by supporting this, right? Because here's the deal. Um, and I'd like to get your thoughts on any of this. Uh, and sure. also, please, I'd love to hear about any uh, critiques you want to answer about the pro project. Yes, but, sir. Um, you know, you got to when you're building something like what you're building, what you're what you're really developing is true liberation for the black man. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. I, it you know, or, or any type of man you allow into the school. I'm not going, I'm not going to put any constraints or anything you're doing, yeah, no worries, but, yes, sir. but you're giving true liberation to uh, men. Uh, you, you're really, really elevating our families, really elevating our community, really doing the work. And I don't believe that America is a country that is interested in some really supporting that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just don't, I don't think government funding is mm-hmm. going to do it. I don't think corporate dollars are going to do it because mm-hmm. what they'll do is they, they start putting in these little boxes you yep. start defining what you're allowed to do, what you're allowed to say and all that. Mm-hmm. And what I like about you um, working with these boys, you're leading with love, you're, uh, which is very important. Before you correct, you must connect. That's why they want to spit. That's why they love hanging around you, even when you, you're punishing them and making them do pushups and all that, mm-hmm. you know, because they know they know it's built on love. So 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 the way you're funding this, I think, is uh, extremely intelligent. Uh, and I and, and I, I love the fact that you're as independent as you could possibly be. And, and it doesn't mean you can't take money from different sources. But but I like the idea that you're not beholden to anybody. I think that's the first step. You know, so so let me ask you this. Tell me about that process and tell me, uh, you know, just how it's felt in terms of dealing with just the volatility of the Internet. People criticizing a whole lot of people doing a lot of yapping and ain't, ain't building nothing. And you know what I'm talking about. Tell me what that's been like for you. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll just start from the get go, man. Uh, you know, I started the program out of my house. I had just lost my job and I had 20 kids at my house every day, um, you know, teaching them and light bills skyrocketing because they're going in and out the door, you know, and it was it was having to buy water and feed them and stuff. You know, it was, it was a tough time. But how I funded that at the time was I, I cut hair. Uh, me and my younger brother, he's 16 now, um, but we used to go paint houses. He's, he's about to turn 17 now, but we used to go paint houses. Um, I we used to go fix cars. I mean, we did what we had to do to support the program. Um, whatever money I had to make to support those kids, that's what I did. Whatever parents wanted to help feed the boys, you know, whatever they had food stamps and stuff. So they used to help us, you know, feed the boys or whatever. I mean, we, we made it work um, because the parents believed in me that much. I mean, what I was teaching their boys and the differences they were seeing in their boys just from this little tiny program out of my house. Uh, so fast forward from there, um, uh, when I had to start housing them because of COVID, um, did the same thing. You know, me and those boys went and worked on a farm. Um, I was still teaching them stuff every day. I was, we would go get paid to go, uh, you know, um, fix people's lights and whatever. We would do all these types of stuff. Um, and then I was able to get them some lawnmower equipment and we got some lawnmower equipment with the trailer. Then somebody stole all of our equipment. So we've been through the ringer, you know, like, uh, trying to support the program, but I always have to, I teach them about big boy faith. You know, as long as you keep giving, you're going to keep receiving. So we never worried about any bad things that happen to us. Sure, we'll get down for a little bit, but we kept pushing. Um, but yeah, fast forward to, I think it was October of 2020. Uh, we got invited to go to the White House. Uh, we went there and, um, you know, that was a beautiful experience. Some of those boys, you know, from the hood, ain't never been on no plane, ain't never did nothing, ain't never been in no nice hotel. You know, we got a lot of flat because Donald Trump was there at the time. And they just like, oh, why you take the kids to Donald Trump White House? I'm like, or, or, or these kids are getting the chance to, to experience something that they never experienced before. Nobody went, didn't care about what he was talking about while we was there. We were just going to see the White House. You know, it was, it was a beautiful experience. And for some kids from Albany, Georgia, you know, like from my small town to get invited to go to the White House for doing something good, man. I mean, that was a, a, a great experience for us. I didn't care, you know, but when we was there, it went nothing but love. You know, it was just love from everybody. They love what we was doing, etc. You know, so we started, uh, you know, from there. And then um, I went viral on Twitter one time. And then that's when we first started raising money. Um, we started raising money on Go. Uh, uh, I think it was GoFundMe at the time, and um, at that time I had no idea what a nonprofit was. Didn't know about LLC, none of that stuff. Somebody was just like, "You need to make a GoFundMe so you can get this school started." You're talking about. So I was like, "All right, bet." You know, so I made a Go Go 
GoFundMe account and we raised like $20,000 like the first week. And then, you know, so this is when I started building shopping. So, you know, we looked for a few different buildings around our hometown and uh, one building fell through because we weren't able to raise the money in time. Then I approached our local school board about buying a school building that they had up for demolition. So we went through a full eight month process with them uh, trying to buy that building. And then at the end of the, uh, the end of uh, the contract, they put in there that they uh, that we couldn't operate a private or a charter school out of the location unless they taught the core curriculum. And I'm like, how y'all going to put that in the deed? Like they tried to put it in the deed. And I'm just like, well, that don't make no sense. So we're not going to buy this building. So we had a big shebang about that. And they lied on me in the newspaper. And my whole city drugged me for like two weeks straight on podcast and, and Facebook and Instagram. I mean, they was dragging me all through the mud like I was scamming people and stuff. I'm like, y'all literally have watched me work with these kids for the past two years. You know, so I finally was able to go online and I did a video and I showed them all the emails that I sent. I showed them what they tried to say the building went up for demolition. I showed them all them emails. I showed them everything that we lost in that full eight month process. You know, so people, you know, shut up then, but nobody ain't going to apologize, of course. You know, um, <laughs> uh, they then, never do. They never do. Then fast forward. Um, I did an interview with um, Mr. Roland back in March last year and um maybe about two weeks after the interview i got a notification on my phone that dr boyce Watkins was going live at like 2 30 in the morning and uh and, and it had my name on it and so when i woke up my phone was like going off ding 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 or whatever and um i got on my instagram and i hadn't got like forty thousand followers like in a day like and and all these celebrities started reaching out. Rihanna hit me up. Layla Ali, like it was it was nuts. Like for a long time, I had I did like 150 interviews like within a a, a month span. Like, I'm talking about I was interviewing every day for people's little podcasts and all that stuff. I had no team or nothing. Like so, I, I called one of my my friends and I was like, "Listen, can you like handle a schedule or something?" She was like, "Yeah." She she graduated from UGA, so she's about to be our head mistress for the school. But uh, she she was like, I got it, I'll do it. Then my manager was like, it was all going bananas. Like, it was so much going on. Um, but we raised money then. And, um, you know, after the school system thing fell through, we decided to go ahead and um, buy our land. We bought our land, $100,000 cash, back in May of 2021 from the money we had raised. And then um, we still didn't have a building for our school, but we decided we were just going to get something small and just start from there. Um, I didn't care to keep raising money without having any tangible. So I just went ahead and, and, and got us something. So I'm in a resource building right now. Our resource center is comprised of three small buildings. Um, they're, they're, they ain't that big. They were considerably tiny in the projects or whatever, but it's a nice building. Um, it was a, actually an old drywall company that was here, which is why everything's actually so nice here. Um, they kept everything up. So um, we, we did that. We purchased these buildings to start our school in um, back in June of 2021. Uh, uh, so we purchased these three buildings uh, for $70,000 cash, and we were just going to start here. Two weeks later, my realtor calls me, and she says, King, I have a school downtown for sale. And I'm like, what are you talking about? There is no schools downtown. I'm like, we don't have no schools downtown here in Albany. And she's like, yeah, it is. She was like, it's an it's a old church with a big school attached to it. So I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, it's the old friendship church. I'm like, well, I ran the pre-K there. I don't remember no school being there. So I, I she was like, we well, got to come look at it. So I went and looked at it. And this is 41,000 square feet, 25 classrooms, basketball gym. I mean, the whole nine chapel, uh, teacher's lounge, a whole bunch of miscellaneous rooms, elevator. I mean, the whole nine. 
But I told her, I was like, oh, this is great, but we don't have any money. I'm like, we spent all our money on these, you know, these buildings that we purchased. Um, I said, we got three small buildings. We're just going to start there. And, you know, maybe maybe next time. She was like, no, you're going to go raise some money and you're going to buy this school because you need it. And, mm. and I was like, I agree. But I was like, I can't. I said, I've exhausted, like, my time raising money. Like, it's been like a year and a half now. And, you know, we need tangibles. We already said we purchased these three buildings. I can't go back and raise more money. So she was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. She said, but you better call some of your donors and, and figure something out because she was, she was not taking no for an answer. And um, because she'd been trying to help me find a building for the longest time because she didn't sell us this building. So um, anyway, I I went online and, you know, I just jumped out on faith and I went on Twitter. I didn't make a video. We didn't do any pictures. We didn't make a whole campaign out of it. I was just like, look, I we need to raise fifty thousand dollars by Christmas. This was in October. I said we need to raise fifty thousand dollars by Christmas to be able to get in the building like just to be able to get in because it's a more it'll be a mortgage um on it so i was like we got to get in the building we need to raise fifty thousand dollars so i posted it on twitter and we raised fifty thousand dollars in 36 hours um and it was amazing and we closed on the building that next week and now we have our school and so ever since then people have been helping us raise money you know and and for my boys to see all this it's been beautiful because they've watched me from my house you know to to arguing with people to fighting folks and everything all the way to having everything that we have now and i'm only 22 you know and we we did all that when i was 21 so i'm 22 now um but man it's just been a beautiful experience for these boys to see and for me to be able to be that example and i've had a lot of hiccups in between then you know just as a 22 year old guy look you know women and whatever hoopla or whatever but all of my boys you know uh know all of my mistakes and uh, you know one thing i always try to get them to see is i want to tell you all about all the mistakes that i make and try to make sure that you don't you know make those same mistakes so i'm completely open with them they know things about me that nobody else will ever know or never find out, you know, but I tell them these things because I want them to know it's always an open door policy here, you know, so they've told me a lot of things that I will never say, you know, we, we have our bond. And that's something I'm, you know, really appreciative of that we have, you know, you know, as a group, uh, we, are, we can talk to each other about anything. We have private discussions, whatever. And I tell them everything, man. So nothing will ever be surpri- or surprised at them because I already told them, you know, it's it's just something, you know, that I love to have. But yeah, man, that's that's where we've come from now. We just been raising money to renovate now. Renovation has been kicking our butt, um, you know, getting that roof done and the leaks and the ceiling tiles and the floor and then the plumbing and the whole nine. I got to get the elevator fixed. I got to get flooring in there. The flooring is going to cost us about $30,000. Then we got to get an elevator fixed, which is going to cost us about $15,000. Then we got to get this fixed and that fixed and that fixed. But we're raising money and people are helping us, you know, and we also have stuff on our Amazon wish list, you know, that, you know, will um, help us out also, you know, so we don't have to necessarily raise money for some things. Like I put our ceiling tiles online. We needed about like 400 ceiling tiles and somebody went and bought them all for us. We needed new lights for our basketball gym. Somebody went and bought them all for us. We needed, uh, you know, rubber, um, rubber uh floor mats you know for the the, uh school and people bought all of those you know so people have been been helping us out people bought all of our toilets for us our paint for our building so people have been helping because i've been showing them what's going on so this has been been a beautiful thing just people feel like this is all a part of their process and then we'll have a grand opening banquet um on september 10th uh at the school so people can come tour the building come see what all we've done have a big ribbon cutting and then that monday we're going to open the school up and uh, we'll be head first. Wow. Yep. I, I love it. How, how many students you going to have when you first start? 
we're going to start with 50 students. Um, the first year, we're going to do 56 grade boys. Um, mm-hmm. We've also submitted our petition to become a charter school. Um, so originally, I didn't start off trying to do charter because I thought that charter was a, a part of the school mm-hmm. system. And it's not. The charter has its own system where you basically have your own curriculum that is funded by the charter school program. So we don't have to change anything that we're teaching. We're just going to get that funding so we can keep the program free for the students um, and also take care of the building, mortgage, maintenance, etc. So right now, um, you know, a lot of Democrats are fighting against charter schools for no apparent reason or whatever. Um, but of course they want to keep teaching your kids crazy stuff at these regular schools. Well, we, we, we don't, we know there's a reason. Yeah, right? of course. You're right. You know, it's not a reason that benefits us or benefits the kids, but please continue. Absolutely not. That's why I encourage, you know, black people to just kind of look at, you know, a lot of stuff that goes on, not just what the left side tells you, not just what the right side tells you, but just pay attention to stuff for yourself. Um, but of course, um, you know, we're, we're going to open as a charter school next year. If, and when our application gets approved, um, then next year we'll do six through eight. After that, we'll grow the school one grade per year. We want to grow those students out of the school. Um, so they'll eventually graduate out of 12th grade from the Life Preparatory School for Boys. Um, of course, in short, other plans, two, three years from now, we do plan to have other campuses um, for our school. We do plan to expand to elementary soon, um, maybe in two, three years time. I do have more land that I want to purchase in the city of Albany to be able to build other campuses on for our high school campus, as well as our elementary school campus, um, and just to have big campuses around the city. And of course, expand, you know, across uh, the state and across the United States eventually. So that's five to 10 years, two to three years time, we plan to open elementary school portion. So, you know, we got time, you know, but we're going to, you know, get all of our ducks in a row, make sure everything's okay, which is why we're only starting with 50 students to begin with. We just want to see what works, what doesn't. And I also plan to do subject days, um, I don't want to do like the traditional, you know, like every subject every day. I want to do like maybe two two subjects per day, like um, let's do math and science, you know, one day, like split the day in half, like do half a day of math, half a day of science. Next day we do half a day of social studies, half a day of reading, you know, so they get, it helps with re, uh, retainment. They have to retain the information because I don't see them doing that in 45 minutes, you know, especially with the math and stuff that they're having trouble on. So that gives them time to spend like six hours or four hours or whatever on one subject trying to get the information. But I want to be an ever-evolving school. If we don't see that working, we're just going to try something else. If we don't see something working, we're going to try something else. You know, we're going to keep keep it working. And whatever is working, we're going to leave it and develop it, you know, and listen to the children and listen to the teachers, have the teachers reviewing each other, doing peer review studies, you know, and stuff like that. Just making sure the school is always evolving um, and becoming better all the time, not sticking with the same curriculum and process we had 20 years ago if it ain't working no more clearly um so that's something that i want to um you know make sure is happening at our school all right well everybody in case you don't know who i'm speaking with i'm speaking with king randall who is the founder of the expo boys program uh you as you can hear and you can see he's very passionate about what he's doing and he's getting it done he's doing it well he's making it happen he's succeeding and uh and also if you want to support this and i hope everybody will uh, go to the X school for boys, the X for boys.com.org. The URL is on the screen, the X for boys.org. Uh, and I, and I should just mention, um, I would not ask you all to do something. I'm not willing to do myself. Uh, King Randall, when we first met, we, my wife and I made a donation. I, well, just so you know, I just, while, while we were speaking, I went to your page and I dropped another $500 in there. I know it's not a Thank lot, you. but I no want to, no worries. Yes, sir. Thank yeah, you. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I can pay for half a toilet or something. I don't know. I don't know how much, to, but, 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 <laughs> <laughs> but still, yes, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm, I'm doing that because I want everybody to know that, um, that, that, that you know, I, I want to be the first one to jump in there, and I hope that 
uh, people in chat can give me a verbal commitment. Uh, give me a yes in the chat if you can go to that site right now, right after we're done, and go ahead and make a donation of your own. Uh, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe you don't, don't want to match the 500 I put in there. That's fine. Whatever amount you can put in there. But if you got it like that, some of y'all have money. I know some of y'all got money. I know some of y'all are millionaires. We've had billionaires on this platform. Some of y'all got extra money that might be spent on other stuff. This is real. This is 100% real. What this brother is doing is 100% real. It is very solid. It is consistent with B1 values. That's why we're here you know, on this platform. I don't, I don't do a lot of interviews. I, I, don't, I don't really do, do many interviews. I, so, so, when, so the fact that I'm bringing him here to talk to him today means I really believe in what he's doing. So, so if you can give me a yes to the chat, in the chat for everybody who's thinking about doing it, I, I want to nudge you over that fence and get you to do it now. Make the move now. Uh, go to that site. The URL's on the screen. He needs the money. Uh, he's raising the money, but the more we pour into this, the more success we'll have. I'll continuously update you all on what's going on with that. And also, um, uh, I want to also mention something that he has going on this upcoming week, uh, the I Am A Man March, uh, and I'm going to participate in that. And there's going to be a lot of great people there. I saw the list. He's, he brought together a lot of uh, a lot of people in the community doing a lot of different things. And one area where all of us are unified is in support in what uh, this brother's doing. And so, actually, before I ask you about the I Am A Man March, sure. mm -hmm. I want to – and actually, what I'm going to do, everybody, I'm, I'm going to put that URL up in case you want to go just go make your donation now. Then we'll talk about the march as well. Okay. But I want to ask you uh, – uh, I, I want to ask you a question. Did uh, you you spoke at Yale this week? We we talked about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you know how Yale was founded? Um, they explained to us. Uh, I can't remember during the tour. Uh, they explained to us it was it was open before the United States was even made a thing. Um, so they were they were founded before the United States. Um, but I can't remember. I know they were saying um, there was a guy uh, by the la with the last name Yale who made a significant uh, at that time would have been billion dollar donation uh, to the campus at the time. And that's how they were able to start the school. This is back into the 1700s or whatever like that. But uh, it would have e been equivalent to some billions of dollars today or whatever. And he uh, gave money to them at the time where they only owned land and they were able to start developing from there. Uh, but yeah, somebody gave them money um, that was from England or whatever like that. And uh, yeah, that's how they started it from what they told me. Of course, I don't, I didn't look you know deeper into it, but from what they said, that's how uh, Yale university began. Well, well, you know, I, 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 I don't know what the dollar value of what he gave was, but let me tell you what it says on the Yale website. Mm -hmm. It says that the school officially became, it started in the 1640s. It officially became Yale College in 1718 mm -hmm. when it was renamed in honor of Welsh merchant Elihu Yale, mm -hmm. who donated the proceeds from nine bales of goods with 417 books and a portrait of King George. Now, maybe that's worth more than what it appears to me, but honestly, Mm -hmm. 417 books you know a lot of us got 417 books mm -hmm. uh, a, a picture a portrait of king george sure they have value but it's, it's a mm -hmm. picture right nine bales of goods i don't know how big a bale is but but mm -hmm. my point is, is is on this is to say that you know and then and then before that there were some clergymen that they kind of established yale yep. so i brought that up because um i want you to understand the importance of what you're doing you know uh most major institutions have humble beginnings, yep. right? So, so what you started in your house when you're moving the boys in your house, then you go to a small building. Now you got a bigger building. 
uh, you know, 10 years from now, you got campuses all over, all around the country. It's, you know, you, you roll through a billion a year in revenue or more, right? That's what happens, right? If you, right. you, you build and then you build on top of what you built. <clears throat> Next thing you know, you got something amazing. So I want everybody right. to understand this. This is where empires begin. Mm-hmm. Empires uh, start with somebody that, that has, uh, as he mentioned uh, earlier, the, uh, King Randall mentioned big boy faith, right? Yep. The big Absolutely. boy faith to go ahead plant that seed, make that move, even when you don't feel ready. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he had the, the power of the black woman behind him who said, no, you might not feel ready, but God needs you to be ready, mm-hmm. right? You don't do what, you don't do your best. You need to do what is required right. to fulfill the destiny that, uh, that that God has put in front of you, right? So so she pushed you uh, mm-hmm. to be the man that you needed to be to Absolutely. fill the shoes that you had to fill, right? And I, I understand that feeling. Sometimes you know, you, you got a size 10 foot and you're trying to fit a size 13 shoe. Absolutely. And then the situation calls for us to stretch. That's how I feel. Absolutely. So that, that was a quick little point I wanted to make for everybody who's listening is that your situation calls for you to stretch. And the difference between an average man and a great man or a regular man and a king is mm-hmm. that the king challenges himself to stretch. He has good advisors around him that put that that will stretch him. And he he, he moves forward with that big boy faith. To get it, get the damn job done. Okay, yep. so uh, so with that said, because he couldn't do any of this if he didn't have confidence, mm-hmm. and, he, and and also he couldn't do any of this if he didn't have people around him that have confidence in him. So I want to make that point so everybody gets that, so you can apply it to your life. Now let me uh, let's talk about the march. Sure, I'll absolutely. put the URL on the screen. Uh, so by the way, that's the URL, the xforboys.org. That's the right website. Is yes, sir. Okay, that's where you can go and support the school. I hope everybody will support as much as you can. Uh, also, I'm a man march.org. That's going to happen in Albany, Georgia, this upcoming weekend. Tell mm-hmm. us about the march and uh, what's the purpose? Sure, absolutely. Well, the I am a man march I originally did uh, back when I was 20 years old. Um, I rebirthed it uh, from where Dr. King was about to do the Poor People's Campaign. Uh, and they were going to take almost a million men to Washington of all different colors to go demand, you know, money, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so because they were poor. Um, and they believe that the government owed them some money. Um, so that's what they were doing originally. And, um, you know, Dr. King at that time had to go because he was bringing all men together, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. Um, they didn't have a problem with them just, you know, they did have a problem with them just with black people. But the moment he started to get everybody unified behind that one cause, it was an issue. I um, mean, he had to go. Um, but uh, so I rebirthed that March back in 2020. I had about 400 men show up. That was just the first year kind of put together a little thing I decided to do. We had the signs, we had our call to action and it was a beautiful event. Uh, so this year um, we are starting it back. We originally uh, had to stop because of COVID, but we're starting it back this year. And um, I brought, you know, so many minds together, conservatives, Republicans, Democrats, Christians, Muslims, whatever. I brought all these, you know, men together just for us to sit down and have a conversation. Most men agree on most of the same fundamental principles, uh, you know, being the head of household, taking care of your wife and children, taking care of your families, protecting and providing for your community. No matter what these agendas they give us, you know, online or what the algorithms try to make us disagree with each other, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I'll bring all these different men together and have these different conversations uh, about generational wealth, about, uh, you know, growing our own food, taking care of our bodies, uh, you know, Second Amendment, all that stuff. We want to have all these conversations, you know, amongst men who may be of different backgrounds and have them literally sit together and agree for a moment um, because I believe that's what's going to happen, um, especially with the type of men, you know, that I brought together. So, you know, we have Brother Riza Islam, Dr. Boys, Brother Ben X, Bryson Gray, Patriot J, a lot of these guys coming from, uh, you know, different 
backgrounds and etc but all these guys are going to come together and we're going to have some good conversation um and i'm excited about it you know and then all the guys are excited to come tour the school because everybody you know is behind our, our organization and what we've been doing so definitely taking everybody to come tour the school so y'all can see these people in the actual location so that way it gives more credibility you know to the uh institution uh so definitely want to bring all these people together who you know have just you know supported what i've done and of course we'll have the actual march on may the 1st uh, we're going to march with men just as a symbol of unity is not we're protesting for nothing it's a symbol of unity um, to show, you know, on our social media pages, it's going to mess the algorithms up because everybody's from different sides of the aisle, different religious backgrounds and all these people are together in one photo, you know, and in one video It's going to be a beautiful thing. Um, and of course, we'll have a few speakers. I have one woman speak every year at the march because I want a woman to come explain to men how important we are to them. Um, because we see a lot of, you know, bashing against men on, on social media, et cetera. But I want to bring some strong women who are married, who have families and come and talk to um, our men. So we're bringing Angela Stanton King this year. She's going to come talk to the men and keynote on that Sunday afterwards. I'll get I'll say a few words and we'll give our call to action for all of our men in our different communities. And we're going to send everybody on their way and we're going to go stronger for next year. We're going to follow up with as many men as we can to see what they're doing in their communities, what they brought back to their communities. How can they start something? Cause people always ask me all the time, you know, how is it, what can, can they do? And I'm just like, if you can't help a hundred people help, five help one you know um you don't have to do anything spectacular you don't have to start a school you can just do something i mean if everybody decides to do something to make somebody smile to make somebody's life easier i think everybody everywhere will be a better place um so that's something you know we all could do um you know to make something happen but please visit i am a man march.org if you want to attend uh, the convention everybody could come to uh the march is preferred men only but i can't ban women from marching but maybe we'll section y'all off but it's for men uh, the convention is for everybody anybody could come to the convention um but as far as the march is preferred men only and if you want to register on imamanmarch.org, that'll be cool. We also have the gold ticket dinner. Uh, we'll be eating with all the speakers. Um, and we only have select people that get a gold ticket to be able to maybe uh, talk to some of the speakers, get a chance to ask them questions or whatever like that. And um, I think it's, it's going to be a beautiful uh, experience, you know, for everybody. I'm excited about it myself um, just to see all these men, you know, um, you know, just in, in one place. Uh, you know, I, I hadn't even seen it before um, in this generation. So I'm definitely excited to try and, you know, push that agenda forward. All right. I'm a man march.org. And uh, <clears throat> uh, what I'll say uh, before we uh, we close down on the conversation is um, is it, it's appropriate that your name is King. Because, uh, that, you know, one thing a great king does is they have the ability to unify, uh, you know, uh, the, re the difference between Africa and China is that the Chinese had some um, really strong, strong, strong uh, warrior leader kings that unified the whole country under one banner, you know, one language, one everything, you know, not to say Africa didn't have its great warriors as well. We know this. But one of the challenges, if you look now. China is the strongest country on the planet because mm -hmm. basically it's a continent that 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 acts as a country. Okay. Africa is a continent with a, with fifty seven countries, whereas China is one continent and one country pretty much. Yep. And so ultimately, you bringing people together is is extraordinary. Um, I support your leadership, and I want everybody to just I want it to be heard repeatedly that I got your back, 
And I don't care nothing about no rumors. I don't care nothing about no scandals. I don't care nothing about no nothing. They go, they gonna throw all that at you. They go, oh, they, yeah, they, they didn't already nothing. started, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. That's <laughs> what they do. I don't care. Loyalty is loyalty, and I, and I and I you know I'm not loyal to you as a human. I know you're human beings are flawed. Right. I'm loyal to you as a leader of a broader mission, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and that's that's where so that's why it's easy for me to look past the, the BS. I don't care. I don't care who you dated or what little thing somebody might have to say about you. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing, right? That's what that's what I care about. I, you know, that's it. And I want everybody to pay attention to that. Stop getting caught up in well. Well, I heard three years ago him and his girlfriend got in an argument, and that I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, this man is this man is getting it done. So yep. everybody who's listening, please, <laughs> like, take a moment, rally. You, uh, I'm a man. Mark, march.org. Uh, the march will be in Albany, Georgia, uh, this upcoming weekend. I'll be there along with a lot of other great people. Uh, also, if you want to, so 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 if you want to buy a ticket and you can't even make it, maybe buy a ticket just to support. Buy a ticket that they can give to somebody else. Uh, and also, here's another URL for King Randall's um, uh, overall uh, fundraising initiative. Uh, I just gave my 500 bucks. I'm gonna give more. My wife and I will continuously be. We we, we want to be on your donors list, so we're gonna keep we're gonna keep coming it. back with the bread. Yes, uh, and uh, everybody else, uh, I hope that you will go to that website. Give me a yes on the chat if you're gonna go support this brother. Don't just clap. Don't just say, "Ooh, that's so good." I need you all to be soldiers in his army because he. I don't need him doing this all by himself. The power of us and the power of we is unstoppable power. When mm-hmm. you know th- this is not about one person; it's about something much bigger. And, and and I know King Randall gets it. So I want to say thank you, man. Thank you for, for coming by. Yes, super, super, much respect to what you're doing. Um, you know, I, I would say I'm proud of you, but that almost sounds like I'm, like I'm talking to you like you're a kid. But in my mind, oh, you know, you get old like me and my my kids are older than you. You know, a couple of them are. So so but but it, so, so it's a, it makes me feel like a proud father. But at the same time, man, I respect you as a man and as a, as a fellow king because you are getting it done. So God bless you, brother. Much respect. I appreciate you so much. And, you know, for the people in the chat uh, asking a thousand questions, because I see all the uh, the comments, uh, we'll have a volunteer weekend again. Uh, we had a volunteer weekend previously. We had people come from all over the country to come help us for the weekend, paint and pull up floors and all that stuff. So we'll probably have another volunteer weekend for people to come and help us paint and put furniture in and come put some carpet down. And, and just for people who want to see the school. And of course, after the school actually opens, we'll have tour times where people can come do tours. And I'll have the boys give you a tour of the school. I won't be giving tours. I'll let the boys do it for you so you can hear from the actual students in the uh, school. You'll still hear from me, but I want to make sure, you know, people uh, get a chance to hear from the actual students in the school and how it's affecting and changing them and you know just let them talk about their own school um so that's something i'm excited about so people will get to see tangibles they will get to see and touch the school they will get to know that it's actually there uh so ain't nothing crazy going on over here like i said everything is online for you to see if you wish to see it and you look to, wish to find it uh so it, everything's transparent from us over here at the extra boys and life life preparatory school so all right. All right. The Xforboys.org. That's where you can go support. So everybody go over there right now and support this brother and what he's doing. And I'll keep you all posted on everything. And I want to say thank you so much to our guest, King Randall. King Randall, Google him, follow him, support all these things. Uh, also, um, I'll be there this week uh, at the I'm a Man March uh, in Albany, Georgia. Uh, it's I'm a Man March.org if you want to come down and hang out with us. And uh, so God bless everybody. Please have a great day. Hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button on your way out. And uh, we love you, and we'll see you soon. Take care now. All right, peace. All right. All right. Great interview, brother. Excellent.